don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's February 24th and time for your Social and Six update. Every week, Eve and I will bring you the six most important news stories from the ever-changing landscape. To help you get a grip on what's going on and to give you plenty to talk about in our Social Minds Facebook group. So without further ado, let's get started. As we all know, Instagram used to show posts in chronological order before inexplicably changing their algorithm in March 2016 to the current mess that you've begrudgingly grown accustomed to because these Emily Ratajkowski pics aren't going to like themselves. So the first story on our list today is whether or not Instagram might be bringing back their reverse chronological feed. Yeah, this is a new feature that's being talked about and in testing at the moment called Latest Posts. Now, anybody who's used Instagram for, you know, however many years it's been about will know that in 2016, Instagram changed from the chronological feed feed, which let you see your, you know, post in order, obviously, to this new sort of algorithmic feed, which serves up content on a kind of random basis based on what you've liked before. Now, this new feature won't necessarily overtake the whole feed, but it seems to be that Instagram are making space within the app for you to see in order posts that you might have missed from like your friends and family. Now, the news was recently broken by Jay Munchen Wong, the app researcher, and she said that this idea came out of a Facebook hackathon where creatives are invited to come up with new solutions for Instagram. Obviously, we can't see a future where Instagram will revert the feed completely because it doesn't really serve their business to do so. But this would be, you know, good news for a lot of people who have been missing the reverse chronological feed. Twitter has acquired Chroma Labs, and this is kind of a big deal simply because Chroma Labs is known for making stories a little bit sexier. Now, Eva, see, you've got a story here about Twitter stories, potentially. Yeah, so Twitter has just acquired a company called Chroma Labs, which owned an app called Chroma Stories, basically one of those apps that lets you design templates and almost collage-like layouts to create stories and 916 content slides that you see on Instagram Stories and Snapchat. So a lot of people are saying that this hints at a potential Twitter Stories feature. And because they've brought in all these new product designers that are so good at visual storytelling, Twitter might stop becoming just a place for words and more a place for images as well. Now, you know how I feel about Twitter and it's you. USP. I'm not sure I would like that personally, but if that's the way the market is going, you kind of can't blame them for trying it out. Well, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is calling for more oversight online. Next up, Facebook has put forward recommendations for future regulation. Yes, only Facebook could have the audacity to suggest marking their own homework. This was a story that broke in the week, and it was basically around regulation. Facebook have put forward recommendations for what regulation of big tech should look like with a new white paper. Now, in that white paper, they've said stuff like there should be an independent body responsible for, you know, checking up on Facebook, seeing that they're implementing their policies as they should be. But there's no mention of legal implications or holding Facebook to any accounts, you know, in a law consensus. The EU have sort of turned around uh, along with other governments and kind of put two fingers up and said, you know, mind your own business. It's not big tech's role to regulate big tech, especially not Facebook, given their track record. In Facebook's defence, they've said that governments and the UK government's recommendation to put forward Ofcom as a regulator, that they simply do not have the technological savvy. And while they would be open to regulation, it wouldn't be at the expense of blanket bans that stifle innovation. What a difference a day made. Eve, there's been a lot of talk about the mouldy Whopper and Burger King's latest campaign. What can you tell us about it? 
Yeah, I mean, the campaign has captured our full attention as an industry. If you haven't seen it already, first of all, where have you been? And second of all, basically, it was a video that shows a whopper decomposing over the period of 34 days. Uh, the video was set to the tune of what a difference a day makes, which I absolutely loved. Uh, their strap line was the beauty of no artificial preservatives, obviously highlighting the objective of the campaign, which was to sell the fact their new whopper has artificial preservatives removed. Now, you may think, okay, all food goes moldy, but this campaign is actually a dig at McDonald's whose burgers are said to not decompose at all. Personally, I love the campaign. I think it was extremely irreverent, extremely bold, brave, everything that Burger King is trying to be under their new CMO. But other people are saying it was a campaign made to win awards, not to sell burgers. So I'd be interested to get your thoughts on that. Personally, I think the respect that this brand is building up in our brains is going to last a lot longer than any temporary nausea you might feel over seeing a little bit of mould. And now, WhatsApp's first major ad campaign has launched in Brazil. Yes, exactly that, Eve. It's called It's Between You. I'm going to attempt to say that in Portuguese. Fica, so entre vocês. You can tell I've been practicing. Basically follows the run-up to the annual carnival in Brazil. And it's two samba schools featured in this advert. And sadly, one of the factories belonging to one of the samba schools where they've been, you know, pouring painstaking mumps over these floats has burnt down. So what happens? The community, including the rival Samba School uses WhatsApp as a means of clubbing together as a community, raising donations, sort of it's like a real kind of call to arms advert. And there's a lot of context behind this because WhatsApp's reputation in Brazil isn't the best. In 2018, there was a lot of controversy around the general election, including the spread of fake news via memes and whatnot. So WhatsApp is obviously trying to improve its reputation there, whilst also showing that it's more than just a messaging app. Whether it becomes Vine or social code, or it becomes Facebook or Instagram, I don't know. But it's hit the scale and the consciousness that it now deserves attention. And TikTok, obviously the big talking point. And news of links in bios, what does that mean? Yeah, so you might not think it's a massive update. Basically, it does what it says on the tin, similar to what we have on Instagram. Users can now put a link to whatever they want in their bio. But that's more than just a nice UI change, right? For brands and advertisers that are coming onto the platform, influencers, celebrities, you name it, they can now actually drive traffic from their profile to their website, to their landing page, to their online shop, you name it. And that actually does a lot to influence brands to join the platform who otherwise might not have seen any valuable leads out of it. You know, they can get on TikTok, they can amass loads of followers, they can get loads of awareness and attention, but what they're actually doing with that hasn't been as clear cut until now. Um, And TikTok has actually been testing shopping links in videos as well. So this sort of makes sense in terms of a wider push that TikTok's doing to sort of bolster their business appeal and uh, possibly e-commerce as well. Interesting stories there, Eve. But if you don't mind, I'm going to tell you my position on the mouldy whopper. I've seen loads and loads of news about it. Yeah, interesting campaign, interesting advert. I don't think it's the bravest thing in the world. You know, I feel like I've seen braver kind of campaigns. And for me, it's more like I like the, you know, the message that they get across the no artificial preservatives. But again, I probably like, you know, areas of the industry. I don't think we should hold it up to you know, the highest, highest, highest regards. Yeah, okay, it's maybe not like the most innovative, groundbreaking thing, but I think they get points for boldness just because in the context of food marketing, positioning the product in a really unattractive way 
isn't something you'd normally do. Mm. Um, but the fact that they've taken that route to meet their objective, you know, it's one of them, like maybe it's like consumers don't want to see a moldy burger um, and it could be a campaign made for the industry rather than the consumer. That's but it sort of holds people up to a standard, I think. Hey, look, you could be doing risk, you know, something you think, oh, we'd never do, that would never work. This is kind of them being able to prove, well, maybe we can make it work and sales have increased, so job done. I have one question for you, actually, on one of your stories. The WhatsApp campaign um, in Brazil, is that a true story with the float and the rival schools? Yes, yes. I must have forgot to mention that. Yeah, it was based on a true story, actually. And, you know, it's going to be part of a wider uh, WhatsApp campaign, which I believe may go global, which is based on these kind of true stories. I think WhatsApp's real kind of push is that it is the app that's there in times of crisis, mm. whether that be a fire or a natural disaster. And, you know, there's so many people on it that but it the is the spaces you of... go to. I really like that strap line as well. Yeah, exactly. And and it's sort of, it ends with a line. So as well as it's the it's between you and it's between you, it ends with a line. Rivals in public, friends in private mm, I like or that the other lot. way around. <laughs> now, how would you like to be on Social Minds? Well, you don't have to come on as a full-fledged guest. We want to answer your questions in these episodes every single week and we need your voice notes to do it. So please send them to us or the details where you can send them to will be in the description of this episode. That's it for this week. Uh, please send us your questions. See you next week. Bye. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. 